विप्लव तृषितानं साधु वर्षीव मेघा निधिव विधानं दीर्घ तीव्र मयानम विषगिव कुशल मयासौरी ओं शांति 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 लाइक द सन फ्लाशिंग फॉर्थ लाइट एंड टू वन विज एंड इन डार्कनेस लाइक द बोट रेस्क्यूइंग ए पर्सन sinking in the sea like the cloud showering forth its refreshing waters on the thirsty like the storehouse of wealth removing the distress of the penniless and like the physician bringing relief to a person suffering from a long painful disease may you the lord please come and grant unto us what is auspicious om peace 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 be unto us all so good morning and our topic today is fear not o learned one this is the month we celebrate guru purnima last month this gun july is the guru purnima so we thought of guru and in that context of guru god is guru so this topic came to my mind that fearlessness is what is needed from in our life we are all frightened we live all live in fear fear what is the fear fear from losing what to lose losing everything our life is haunted by that fear how much strong we feel ourselves but in our life we always feel this suffering that we are fear for losing money fear for losing any beauty fear for losing your name and fame fear for losing your position and status in the society the entire creature world is hunting or hunted by fear and fear and fear what we are seeking for we are seeking for fearlessness in the bairagya satakam there is a verse 100 couplets there bhartihari who is a king he expresses his feeling after experiencing the whole enjoyment of life he says that you know we think that experience of sensate experience in the world will be giving us joy and giving us freedom but we become a victim of all those bhogas all those enjoyments itself so he says bhogana bhukta bayame bhukta we wanted to experience and enjoy the sense objects but we find that they we don't enjoy that they enjoy me after some time we feel that we are victims of that we want to enjoy by certain thing having with the five senses what can give and then we feel that they have caught us in our neck 
tapunataptam. We think that we'll do austerities and spiritual practice. But it does not give us freedom. It brings more pain and anguish. Time. We are passing our time. Time does not go. Actually, we are going away from the world day by day. Every clicking of the time, uh, we are maturing. We say, I am matured. We are matured towards death. So time is clicking that way. We think that we live in time. We do whatever we our success, failure come in time. But in time, we are actually all things like this. It is passing away. Trishna Jirna. We want to experience the world. Our thirst for this experiencing all the things, beauty, the object of taste, touch, or all these things, what you are expecting. Trishna, the thirst never goes. As much as we experience, there does not come a point <clears throat> that I have enough, done enough. But what happens? We become old. We become lost into that experience. And he says that bhoge rogohayam, you enjoy life recklessly. What happens? Disease takes position. You are enjoying kule. You are born in a very social position, in a rank, in a high position in the family, in the societal position. One is born. But there is a fear of chuti, of falling off from the status and social position. Someone is bitte nipaladvayam. You have the wealth. If I much wealth, then fear is fear of a hostile kings. Means taxation. How much money you earn, how much goes in your tax. So it is said that if you will collect and there is a fear of losing, losing, losing in every aspect. You get honor. Mane, dainna bhayam. You have great honor. People honor you. Honorable people, they are very much fearful about humiliation. A small word, a tiny look can keep, destroy their peace forever. We are fearful to lose always. You have power. Bali, Deepu, Bhayam. You have tremendous power. You have the fear that there is a counter force or man, another person who is more powerful than you. That fear. Rupe, Jaraya, Bhayam. You have beauty. But beauty, every beauty is fearful about having old age. And that's why this, this craving is always hunting us and this is life. We are always trying to grab them and they are as if receding from us. You have great knowledge in scripture. Shastre Badivayam. You are a spiritual erudition and there is always fear. There is another powerful opponent. Now the pundits, the scholars, they have always fearful about their another counterpart, no? They may. So, there is the 
attaining so much of scriptural knowledge is a good thing. But if it is not for God, only for enjoyment of your talent and intellect, then there is a fear and fear of opponent pours. You have virtue, you have that's why gune khalo vayam. You have the virtue, you are a virtuous person, but there is a fear of traducers. You have kaye kritanta dhvayam. You have a strong and stout body, there is a fear when you are going to lose this body. So he went on listing such things, every taking one or the other object and seeing that how it is not giving us joy, but it is creating fear. So in this condition, all things, that conclusion is that, sarbi nitam. in this material world, whatever we see, whatever we experience, we possess, we carry, everything is tormented or having a following thing and the fear is following. All things in the world, that is pertaining to a person, are all attended with fear. Then what is life then? Where is freedom then? Where is joy then? We are just waiting to grab some joy, but we are every moment in our life we are frightened to lose whatever we have. We lose. And what I am expecting to get that also is a fear. I will not get, I will not get the job, I will not get this house, I will not get this um, position. So everywhere there is a fear and fear and fear. So in this life which is tormented by fear, we in our life we need someone who should say, don't fear, don't be afraid. In you is power, in you is divinity and I can help you. So we need that. That is the assurance we need. Who will hold my hand and lead me to the path of this fearlessness, from fear to fearlessness? Rabindranath Tagore has a beautiful song. He said, O Lord, take me from fear to fearlessness and, and give me a new birth of, into the fearlessness from fear from my meanness, give me, lead me to that immortal asset from doubt into the truth. From this inertness of our life, lead me to the new bright light, give me new birth into that infinity. Let me, take me from my little desire into your infinite desire. Take me from my little petty ego, my me and mine, to your infinite work of holiness and compassion. Take me from this many manifold to that oneness. Take me from this duality of pleasure and pain into the abode of infinite peace. O Lord, take me from little me to you, the eternal, and let me have a new birth in my eternal abode. 
So, this is a beautiful idea that we are to travel, we are to travel from this fearful state to the fearless state of fearlessness. But when we suffer from this disease, we are all suffer. Some are conscious, some may not be conscious, but this suffering is there, the fear of losing everything is there constantly at the back of us. That's why we, we live a life, there is no joy in our life. We are always worried, worries and anxieties. They are hunting our life, no? Apparently, days are going on, but undercurrent, at the back of our mind there is a fear, always, what will happen, what will happen, what will happen? But who is there to help me? That's why there comes the need of a teacher who can give us this assurance. First of all, when someone goes to a doctor with, with some big problem and what we expect from the doctor? If the doctor first says, oh, there is no hope, we cannot do anything, will you go to that doctor? But if you, even if we know that is a fatal case, doctor gives some assurance, don't worry, we'll take care. See how much confidence comes back. So there is this need of a person who can give us that assurance. In the Viveka Churamani find that a student going through this type of turmoils of life, frightened to lose everything, comes to a person, an illumined soul, and he takes refuge at that person. This first of all to understand that this is the futility of every achievement and every power we gain, every thing we acquire, accumulate, there is a, this is to be lost. And it is true fact, it is a fact that we have to give up everything when we came alone, we have to go alone. How much we gather, how much we want to hold on, even if not, the fear of, fear of death is the major thing, because we lose everything there. It is what we give, give this, this birth theory talked about individual item, that we are losing, that we may lose, but I will still survive. But when the question comes of losing my body, I will die. Then is a serious question. What is then? What is the use of all these things? The understanding, the futility of every achievement, one prays to the knower of truth and he says, Oh, who is there? Please tell me. Kathantareyam in the Viveka Churamani. It is a gestual of discrimination by Shankara. He says there, the student then being bewildered in this situation of fearfulness from every corner. What is my hope? What shall happen to me? Even if I accumulate everything or have good position, name, power, position, wealth, prosperity, everything. But what about death? What will happen? And that fear of death, then say he approaches, then the student goes to a teacher and says, how shall I cross 
this ocean of this phenomenal existence in which we live, we breathe, we die, we eat, we do our all activities in this phenomenal universe. But how I shall I cross this ocean? Kabagotirme, what is to be my fate? Katamamostupaya, which is the means that I should be adopting in my life. As these I know nothing, this will not be all flittering things in life. And it does not give us joy, but still we hang on with the hope that it will protect me. But at the end of our experience, in our daily daily experience, if we are watchful, then we see that every, everything is frightening to lose, lose, lose from that sense. Therefore he goes, I, the student goes to the teacher and tells, how shall I cross this ocean of life? How shall I cross this fearful existence of mine? Is it no, it is no existence. Existence is freedom. I want to be free. That's why I am here. What is the life which is always haunted by fear? You look that at the, the, the animal, all, all are hunted. You see the, uh, that in the television you find that how the animals are chased by another big animal, no? And how they are surviving and running, 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 running hundreds of miles to save, for the safety of their life. So we are also hunting. We are also hunted by something. We do not know. That is the Trishna, the desire, the uh, unseen factor in the very foundation of our being that is hunting us and forcing us to run, 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 run. And we are restless, restless. Therefore, he goes to the teacher and tells that how to cross this ocean. Please tell me something. To my, what will be my fate after death? Or what will be my everyday Sustenance, what meaning it carries to me? What means should, should I adapt? As this I know. So please save me, O Lord. And now, Sangsara Dukkham Ati Ma Tanusha. Save me, how shall I overcome? How shall I put an end to this fear no? and this misery of this relative existence? And when really a sincere cry comes from a student, then a teacher comes in life. It is called that is nature, nature's rule. Nature's rule is that when we really are sincere and we seek for something, the proper response comes. That's the plan of God. So then teacher then, seeing this utter distressed condition of the student, will give first one, one thing he says, give assurance. Tathabadantam, the student saying this way, Atal is frustrated and fearful. He says, Saranagatangstang, that person who has taken refuge into the holy person, holy teacher, Sangsharudabhanalutapataptam, who has been tormented by the sufferings of this life, the joys and sufferings which are coming in life and ultimately is burnt and he is lost as if like a bonfire is burnt into the life's problem. Nirikshya, seeing that pitiable condition of the student, the teacher will say, 
Karunno Rasadhujishtaya with a compassionate eye looks at the student and then Dadyat Abhitim. First thing he says, he gives, be fearless. Dadyat Abhitim. That he gives assurance and confidence back. Sahosa, that Mahatma, that great soul, the first of all gives this assurance and fearlessness, assurance of fearlessness. And what he says? He says that don't fear, spontaneously bids him to give up all fear. That is the major thing. Nothing to fear. You are not going to lose anything. You are not the body, not the mind. You are not this what you are thinking. Your identification, what you are searching for. This is not you. So he gives first assurance, there is no fear, fearlessness. And then the student who is seeking for this protection, who is thirsting for this freedom from fear, with due respect, and then goes to and bows down to him, and then he, the teacher then gives the assurance and his blessings. What he says? He says, Mahabhishtabhidvan, the first word, fear not, O learned one. That is the topic of our today's topic. This verse says, the guru, the teacher, the real teacher teaches us, there is nothing to fear. Mahabhishtabhidvan, you are a learned one. Why are you behaving like a fool? Why are you thinking that you are lost? There is nothing to lose. Mahavishtubhidvan tabunasti apayo. There is no death for you. There is no loss for you. Sangshara Sindha. You are talking about the ocean of Sangshara. Sangshara means this transient world where everything is changing, changing, changing. What anything you look at today, come tomorrow, it is changed. Even, even not tomorrow, every second it is happening. But our eyes are not capable of catching those minor changes. Every second, every split second it is happening. But this change is happening in the nature and everything is changing. Then in this change, there is no death for you. It means there is this relative world where birth and death is happening. Growth, disease, death. Eh? This child is born. Osti, Jayate, Vardhate, Viparinamate, Apakshyate, Mrittu. Six changes. A baby is come into the mother's womb. Osti. Baby has come. Osti. Jayate. Gets birth. Jayate. Vardhate. See how the baby is growing, growing, growing. Vardhate. Uh, then it is growing to the youth. And then the decline comes. Coming down, 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 down. Apakshyate. And one day, he disappears from the world. So this is the changes, six changes of life. No one can avoid it. From a seed in the plant life, from a human life to animal life, wherever you go, this cycle of changes are continuing. So in this change, therefore, really it is a fearful thing. What is me? I am getting to lose everything, every day. So therefore, it says, Sangsharu Sindhu, this world is appearing so much fearful about you, 
because in front you don't find anything static. Everything is changing. We see our grandma, grandpa, where are they now? Someone lost mom, dad, brother, sister, where are they? So what is happening to me? I will also die? That's the Buddha's question. I will also die? I old age will happen to me? The date will haunt me? What is for? What for? Then where am I going? And that's why he was mad. Then he went door to door to find the response to this question. But not finding anywhere, he set himself for his own research inside. So, so crossing the sea of relative existence, there is a path. Oh, that's why Buddha's idea. Huh? Dukkha, 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 dukkha. The life is dukkha. There is a pessimistic idea, no? Talking about this, that's why Vedanta known many, many people don't come here. Because we talk too much of pessimism. <laughs> life is all bright and brilliant, no? Why look at this other side? The other side is bright and brilliant. That's true. But you think a little bit, this will come to everyone. We cannot avoid it. Uh, so we may hide our eyes, uh, we may close our eyes and don't see. But things come in our life. So this samsara, this this transformational universe, this transient universe in which we are born, this, this, this is happening every day. And we cannot just keep ourselves blindfolded. Therefore, the teaching, the teacher will then, with a sincere question, the teacher assures that this, there is a way, there is a means of crossing this sea of relative existence. No? Dukkha, there is Dukkha. Suffering is there. There is a way out of the suffering. There is a means of suffering. And it can be transcended. So these are the assurance which you get from the teachers. So teachers suggest that fear not, O learned one, there is no death for you. It is, there is a means of crossing. Sangshara Shinna. Taraneyastu upayo. There is a upay. There is a means. There is a way out to cross this ocean of samsara, this transient samsara, going and coming, coming and going. No. And I, yenayivajata. There is a path following which many people, yenayivajata, many people in the past struggled in this path and crossed this ocean. Jatayo parang, they crossed this suffering, crossed this fearful existence. Tammiva margam tabovnirdhishyami. I will guide you to that path of total freedom and total fearlessness. See, if someone tells in our life, then what assurance comes, what joy comes in our, oh, there is a way then. Yeah, I was thinking that I am lost. No, 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 there is a way we can cross. And many people, proof, proof is that many people have crossed this way path of, followed this path and crossed this, this dukkha, overcome this fear, this anxieties, these worries, because nothing is to be lost. And I know that path. The teacher should be knowing that path and said, I will lead you to that path. Don't worry. There is a way and you can. And Buddha said, Astanga Marga, eightfold path. Here, Buddha, Swami Brahmananda, Vivekananda, 
and this particularly Shankaracharya will say in a different language. But the point is the same that there is a path, there is a way out and that can be followed by anyone and one can get freedom from this fear. And, and Guru will say that I have known that path, I shall inculcate to you this path and the, to cross this ocean of relative existence. Ostiupayo, yes, there is a way. Ostiupayo Mahan, the grand path, there is a path. Suffering means, which pushed and Sangshara Bhayanasana, the fear, the fear of this losing and fear of being frustrated into, lost into the suffering condition has a path and that can be abolished. Teno following that path, he will cross this ocean and then what will happen? Paramanam Abhapsasi. The goal of life is to reach that Paramananda, the supreme joy, the supreme bliss which you are seeking for. We are all seeking for joy. Why we are running to the objects of the senses? For joy, simply, for fun, for peace. Uh, no one is working hard to get pain. But pain comes in the way. But we, what we are seeking for? We are seeking for joy, we are seeking for peace, we are seeking for immortality, abiding joy. That is the search of all. And that is called God in, in a dualistic language, Brahman in the Vedantic language, uh, Nirvana in the Buddhistic language, whatever way we express that. But that is the Paramananda. That's why it is called the goal of life is to attain Sarbo Dukkha Nirvitti, all types of suffering to get out of that and positively Paramananda Prati, attainment of the highest absolute un, uh, abiding, ab, abiding joy which will never leave me. So that is the goal. So he said, he will reach that. I know that path. Many have transcended, traveled through that path and reached that Paramananda. So that will be your. So there how to do that? He says in a simplistic way, Vedanta Vicharena, Vedantic teaching, following that, you analyze who are you, the Vichara, this analysis. And the, because of that, your true knowledge will dawn in your heart. Jnana eh? uttamam jayate. Uttam again, the supreme knowledge, the, the absolute knowledge will just dawn in your heart. It is here that that will be covered as it were and that covering will be lifted by Vedanta, Artho, Vicharena, by what the Vedantic teaching is imparted following that discipline. Teno, as a result, attantika samsara dukkha naso. Total annihilation, total annihilation of all the dukkha, the suffering, the fear will happen and paramananda. So two verses, one talks about the total annihilation of all sufferings and another one positively will attain the absolute bliss, unchanging bliss which is unending. So this is, but this type of experience and then to follow 
Vedantic principle, the entire Viveka Churamuni will teach us that, as you know, all the time we listen to that, that question is that where is the bondage? What is bondage? Where is the bondage? Why I am suffering? Where is the bondage? How did it come to me? Where is this established? How did it get established? How shall I get out of it? Which is called the Atma? What is called the Paramatma? Where I can dis- analyze these two as separate? How can I do this? Jivatma, Paramatma. This body mind identity is the Jiva. And my divine self is pure. How shall I analyze that? These are the all serious questions. And then in the, it will be the student will ask to the teacher. And then teacher will guide step by step to thinking that you are having, you are fortunate that you are questioning these vital things. People remain blind about these questions. Uh, that you are asking that where, where is the bondage? Why am I suffering? What did it come to me? If I am pure soul, why the bondage has come upon me? And where it is resting? And how can I get out of it? What is called the Atma, the me, the real? We say I, I. What is the I? And Paramatma, what is my supreme nature? What is the my supreme Atman? What is this Jiva Atman? What is the Paramatman? This individual soul, the supreme soul. What is this? And how this can be worked upon that that Atman, the ever-glowing self will remain. And Guru appreciates the student, says, oh, you are very fortunate. Dhanosi, eh? you are happy, you are, you are fortunate enough, you, are, you, are, you have almost achieved the goal by putting this question. Because how many people put this question? Billions of people. Eh? We, are, we are all running, 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 no? But who have this question, serious question of life? We are very serious about losing something in the material world. But who is thinking about what the great subjective loss? Our own divinity. And forgetting that how we are miserable in our life. Who is serious about that? So you are fortunate. You, you raise this question. You are feeling that you are not this material existence in which we are living that is not enough for you. So you are fortunate. Therefore, you have to now work on that. If you have, uh, they give the example that if someone is, you are carrying a load, someone can take away your load to release you. But if it is a disease, you have to take the medicine yourself and cure yourself. So, I may give you instruction, but you have to follow that. Here comes the responsibility of the teacher and the student. Teacher will give instruction. Teachers are many. In the world, it is very easy to get teachers. Everyone can give advice. I can give some advice to you. (laughs) But uh, who wants to follow the advice? Who wants to really work on that uh, suggestions and to get, remove the bondage, remove the fear which is haunting us. So, here we find that Guru then gives the idea that there is a way out and you can get it. But this Gyan, this is Guru, 
what he gives, he is not a, you have to understand, he should be a realized person or he should be an advanced person in spiritual life and his life should be that which he speaks should resonate in his life, no? not only the verbal statement, but it is a experience. So here Sankaracharya gives that, that idea that you have to understand and realize and day and night work on that, that this is the ignorance which has covered our vision, uh, but we have to think of the reality, analyze day and night the impermanent and permanent nature of this and find what is permanent by intellectually and then contemplating on that. Shravana manana nididhyasana. Why? Listen to that nature or eternal nature is pure and it is to be heard again and again and again. This mortal frame body will change. This is made of them elements and it has its change and, and it will also one day it will go back to its own elemental state. It came from elemental state all combined, the combination and what is combined it will disintegrate. So this will be the body, but you are not the body. In our experience we are having every day. Now I am talking, I am identified with the body. When you dream, you identify with your dream body. But there you have somebody watching in you which is saying, no, I have had it, I have a dream. So dream is one subject somebody has observed. So here we see that there is Jivatman and there is somebody else to watch that who is experiencing this dream. Like that, even in the sleep, when you go to sleep, then we say, I slept, but there is somebody who has observed as I. So we find that there is undying one unit standing at the back of our all experiences. All the experiences coming in front, as it were, one after another. Daytime experience, dream time experience, sleep time experience, sleep also is an experience. Otherwise, how, how do you say I slept? You say that I do not know, that means you know that you do not know. There is some knowledge behind that not knowing. I know, I do not know. So there is somebody standing behind, it's constant awareness, constant consciousness and it is, it is revealed to that I saw, I ate, I slept, I went to this job, I came back from this, I rested this time. All these experiences, infinite number of experiences are, changes are happening and body is also in that a part of it, a, of the change. But the unchanging, that eternal substance is behind standing all the time in its own divine glory. And it is all there. If one can go to that ground, then all suffering. See, when you go to deep sleep, what happens? How peaceful we are. Where goes our anxieties, worries, tension, health, hazard, disease, pain, agonies, all are gone. Because disidentifying with the body, disidentifying with the mind, mind is sleeping. But you are peaceful, most peaceful, when the mind, cluttering of the mind is stopped. So whole spiritual life is mind. We have to purify the mind. And purification of the mind is the teachers, teachers how to purify in Vedantic way, to see this analysis of these three states of our being, or 
as if we are covered, our inner spirituality, the divine entity is covered by the five layers of covering, body covering, mind covering, intellect covering, ego covering, like that. Inside is the bright eternal light. This is another way of analysis. A devotional person will say, in me is God. So, guru will then teach the person how to get out. Huh? That there is the, you know, there are powerful gurus, two types of gurus are there. One, Jagat Guru, the world teacher, like Rama, like Krishna. They can just by, they need not, you need not have to work much for yourself. Thereby their grace it will happen. Those are initiated by Holy Mother. Holy Mother said, Baba, what shall I, what shall, what happened, what will happen to me? Ma, I said, what to happen? Nothing to happen. You are already liberated. You will be at the, if you don't feel it, at the point of death you will feel that you are free. God will come and God vision will happen. But now, if you want to experience now, to do spiritual practice. If you want to know, if your train is moving, if you are awake, then sit on the window seat. Take a window seat and see how your plane is, how your train is moving. But if you may sleep, in the same train you may be sleeping. But the train is moving. So guru, ideal guru, the Jagad guru, they give mantra and finish. And the cobra, biting of the cobra. So the jiva, the ignorance of the jiva will wipe out. But for ordinary persons, ordinary gurus, they give mantra in the ear. And mantra also has a tremendous power. Every sabda, sound has a tremendous power, no? How you use it. A slang language has its one effect. A very a, a inspirational words are also there, which gives a different feeling. So, word has a power. Word has a subject. Every sound we utter, there is a corresponding object. So, when a guru gives the mantra, gives the truth, and the, that sound, it is not a sound, mere sound, but it is a power, it is a transmission of power. Guru Shakti, that's why it's called the Shakti, the power of Guru transcends into the disciple. And now disciple is to nurture that. Otherwise, you get a good seed and you keep it in your home. And that plant will grow, a tree will grow, or it will remain in your uh, cup or a container where you have kept it. But if you put it in the ground, which is fertilizer with fertilizer and making the ground ready, and you put water and all these things, what will happen? The, 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 the seed will automatically sprout. So the spiritual seed will sprout in us. When Guru gives us the mantra, it is not a, you know, just a word, but it has this deep potential power. And that can unfold all the secrets, all these sufferings can be overcome by nurturing that with love and devotion and that spirituality grows inside. What is the sign of spirituality? Sign of spirituality is feeling one sense of joy inside and to see the same reality as I am moving inward with eyes open I can see the same everywhere. That means the Lord here and the Lord there will simultaneously develop. That's why they become compassionate naturally. They become very kind, 
they feel for the suffering of others, they want to sacrifice themselves for the cause of others. No, it is, there is no other because they see the same reality spontaneously it grows. So, Guru's instruction is to be that is why found that Guru gives the Shakti, the power which is transcending, which it is like the same infinite purifying power which comes from the Gurus to Gurus to Gurus is lineage of Gurus come. That is why it is very important that Guru should have a lineage. Lineage means there is a tradition from which this, this teaching has been imparted and many people have experienced freedom. They went beyond the fear, fear. So that type of experience, so it is a power transmitted one to the other. So and the student's responsibility comes over there to nurture it, to do every day their all practice and analysis, repeating the holy name, mantra, thinking of its meaning, thinking of its uh, real Im implication. It is not just like a machine. Uh, you can you can do that no. Now it is uh, in the machine you can have some uh, repetition of the mantra. You say one time it can make it multiply by hundred times, thousand times no. You need not have to. That's a a Buddhist Buddhism. There is a wheel Buddhistic wheel no. They they say Manipadme Hum is the mantra. So sometimes they make it easy. They make a round of the wheel and it rotates hundred eight times. So in my hundred eight times repetition is done. Don't make it so easy. <laughs> so that it's, it should be from the heart and with the feeling and with the emotion then it flourishes more. So this is the, uh, but there are gurus like Rama, you will find that story of Sabari, instantly they get liberated. Ahalla, uh, Krishna, uh, we see that so many demons, demonic bodies, uh, the touch of Krishna gave them freedom. Sri Chaitanya, there are so many instances who got touched by their touch. Ramakrishna recent instruction in, in instances, touching so many, eh, whoever, in a way, what mood that spiritual spirituality is awakened. That that is the extraordinary power. By look they can transform. That's the God when incarnates. But when Ma, a mother's life, we find that Paddha Vinod. Uh, the stories, many stories in Mahodi Mother's life, full of compassion and suffering herself, taking away their, their bad karmas and giving them liberty. So we have to work for ourselves because there is no Holy Mother for us. Of course, of course there is there Holy Mother, but uh, in, neither in the sense, not in the physical frame, but the Mother's power works through our Gurus. So it is there, but we have to, Holy Mother said, if you want to enjoy spiritual life, then you will have to do sadhana. Spiritual practice is necessary. Otherwise, you are sleeping and someone is carrying you along with your bed to some other place. You will you are getting there, but you are not enjoying this journey. But spiritual journey is a joyful journey. If you want to experience that every moment, in every uh, in anything you see, you can see the presence of the divine. Everywhere you can see the joy, spark of joy. That you have to work then. You will have to do some spiritual practice. So this is what Guru teaches us. Extraordinary Gurus can do that, but other Gurus also. But another point I need to just mention because we are talking about Guru. Guru should not be considered 
if you many people get confused into guru philosophy that my guru your guru things come sami bhuta bhuteshananda maharaj one of our president maharaj he said that you know what would be the idea about your guru always there is a conflict no my guru your guru your guru is little low than my guru or my guru only my guru should be the highest guru so this type of idea comes into mind but this is a foolish thought sami bhuteshananda ji gave a very beautiful argument he says if the guru guru is the guru shakti the power no when the guru gives the mantra that is he is not creating anything out of his mind what he has got it from the tradition and repeating which mantra so many people have been uh, escaped the suffering of life so that power is transmitted to you you are you are you are caught into the trap of the body physical body which is not the goal so bhutishananda ji says in his uh, one talk a question if one thinks that the body of the guru is the guru then the doctrine of the guru will end with the doctrine of the body is it not then you are actually it is a materialism yeah the body is guru body is not guru that then then body should not die that body should not have disease guru's body no no it is not the body body will function in its own way through a body it's a just an before us we can catch him through that through whom we get the grace of god but principle what he is talking she says but if one considers guru as the ishtam see that's why we say guru and ishto are one your teacher and god himself whom you meditate they are one ha huh? how can that possible a mortal person and god himself the spirit that's why he says but if one considers the guru as the ishta or the chosen deity then when the guru dies one will not miss the guru ishta ishta is there your chosen ideal sabhi so your chosen ideal may be rama it may be krishna it may be christ it may be buddha whatever you keep as your ideal he and the guru who is giving the mantra that's why it is said merge your guru into the ishta that means ishta remains ishta is the goal and that is the saguna brahma it is a brahman with attributes but that attributed brahman will become nameless formless absolute when it merges there so maharaj says that one will not miss the guru that guru is the eternal guru uh, sri ramakrishna says the guru krishna and the devotee this three are one and the one is manifested as the three so that is the guru's idea should be we should carry we should respect our guru of course but we have to think him as the channel through which channel better better word channel through which the infinite grace of god comes into our life and helps us and that we have to work on that to understand the the moment that grace comes it is enough but to feel that experience we must have to purify our mind and then ultimately with paramananda prapti the joy of absolute blessedness can be experienced 
and all the sufferings of life will be removed then. So this is mainly the idea that to reach that state of fearlessness, we will have to do this sincere practice and take the instruction from the scripture. Scripture may be guru sometimes. For a higher advanced soul, some scriptures may be guru. You need not have to... Uh, and, and sometimes it is even guru is died. Someone's guru passed away, physical guru. No? And guru works. Guru does not die. He works to the mind. And pure mind sometimes, that pure mind becomes the guru. So this is the point. So samsara, this is what is the, in, in brief, what is the, the, our discussion? The world is full of fear. We are haunted by fear every day. Fear of losing, losing, losing. But there is a way to, I don't lose anything. I am full. I am eternal. Birthless, deathless. How to reach that point? That point to reach, then we need some grace of Guru. And to feel the futility of this world in which we live. And to understand we cannot live this life running after thing which is changing every day. But I can grab something which is eternal. And that eternal substance is within us and that can be achieved and that can be reached. Which is the state of fearlessness, which is state of absolute joy and peace. By Guru's grace, to go to a teacher who can guide us. And getting that wisdom and knowledge and practicing that, gradually the mind becomes clear. And when the mind becomes clear, then Guru works more and more revealing the truth inside and the whole world will change. And then the whole world which was full of fear will be with the place of joy and all fun. Everywhere joy, joy, joy. And the bliss everywhere. And there is no suffering, no death, no decay. Thank you.
नेक्स्ट संडे अगस्त सिक्स स्वामी चिदेकानंद आवर सीटी एडिटर इन द इंग्लिश जार्नल अद्वैत आश्रम इन कैलकाटा ही इज हियर एंड ही विल बी स्पीकिंग हिज टॉपिक इज श्री रामकृष्ण पिलग्रिमेज माइंड सेट ए ट्रैवलर्स गाइड टू स्पिरिचुअल एक्सपीरियंसेस टॉपिक इज बिग टॉपिक श्री रामकृष्ण पिलग्रिमेज माइंड सेट ए ट्रैवलर्स गाइड टू स्पिरिचुअल एक्सपीरियंसेस सो स्वामी चिदेकानंद नेक्स्ट संडे एंड अदर weekday classes will be as usual and uh, i will after greeting we can sit here for question answer if you have anything i'll be available here and i just end it om shanti 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 hari om tat sat shri ram krishna arpanamastu Well, salutations to Bhagwan Sri Ramakrishna. Om peace, peace, peace be unto us all. So, uh, several thoughts come through my mind when you were talking about uh, fear. Say so that. Well, then the the bottom line would be fear of death. But then I look at the animal world and I see that. I look at the animal world and I see that we actually uh risk our life for food. All the animals do and also for war as a human being or even I made a living and there was an um some danger to that field but I didn't seem to care. Um And then the other part was that um we are afraid a fear of losing something and i see that one's motivation to accomplish these things that they might be afraid of it wasn't driven by fear of losing it was driven by something else so then when one comes to the point of losing that the motivation for achieving that has been different either fame or other wealth or uh, prestige and growing old graciously that seems to take care of it but if you run up to the part that you talked about fear of losing that then i come up against greed as the as the problem greed even wanting enlightenment is quite greedy thinking that one can get when we look around and we don't know anybody that has um so if you we come to the point of losing it and then you feel f- fear then maybe it's greed and that's really the part but it didn't make you get there in the first place yeah but ultimately look at us ultimately we are fearful we lose so ultimate does... ultimately we cannot no life should be we have to collect things we will have to have everything but that should give freedom we should not be slave of this situation so how to do that that's the art of living that is the we are talking about it is the ultimate point is that we lose money we lose but should we not earn money yes 
but we know in our knowledge if I keep that is not the target. Earning money is not the goal of life. Having house good, that is not the goal of life. Having good health, not a, not 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 the goal of life. Having God realization, knowing who am I is the goal. So to focus on that, all the perspective has been we discussed only to point out that. Because in life, how can you survive if you have no money? How, if you have no body, how can you survive? Strong body is necessary. Vedanta says have a strong body, strong mind. All these are necessary. But it should not be the goal of life because they will be changing. They will, we have to lose them. I, whether I like it or dislike it, it will leave me. All the relationships, whatever relationship, good or bad, when I die, where goes all the relationship? I'll have to leave everything behind. All my bank account, all my studies, all my prestige, all my achievement, all my failures, all will have to leave it here. What will go with me? With my mind. So the mind should be saturated in such a thought that I will be living in that consciousness. And mind will die and consciousness will remain. The whole philosophy is that it is not to make anyone get out of life by just renouncing the life. No. Enjoy life, but with an intelligent mind to enjoy life. What is the real enjoyment? Knowing this, I am here. But I am, no, I know these are all petty, these are all limited. I have an unlimited source. I, I, I want to be identified there. So this should be the focus of all this discussion. Not that well, this life is all fearful, therefore we'll, we should sit and cry. We know it is an intelligent understanding about life. We don't have any intelligence in understanding the life. We live the life. We go through the day of the happenings of life. Everything, something is happening, one problem coming, I'm facing that, and next problem coming, next one, and then go on, go on, go on, and one day die. But it is a thoughtful way of watching what life is, what life can give us, what opportunity we are missing, how can we utilize this life towards that fulfillment. That is the point. It was an online question. It uh, was your question? Uh, you know, you know. How do you solve insecurity and fear when they constantly come to the mind? Uh, how can how I? do you solve insecurity and fear when they constantly come to the mind? How do you solve? Again? Insecurity and fear. Oh, insecurity and fear, yeah. When they constantly come. Yeah, to that me. also can be overcome. Insecurity from where? You are trying to get security in this body? No. This body is now talking. Within split second, some stroke will happen and side will be paralyzed. This is a fact. Insecurity in every moment. But we are secured in God. Nothing to lose. This we will lose. 
This was not here, it has come. That's why it is all the whole body has come out of the five elements. Water, air, water, and it's growing every day by water, air, fire, all the elements, five elements. Earth, water, air, fire, no? So it is growing by that. So it is insecure because it is growing something which is compound. Which is compound, it will disintegrate. So we have to say, yes, this will happen. But I am not dying. Insecurity will be there and that may be a lesson. You can learn out of that insecurity. Yes, I cannot make any strong ground on this body, on this mind, on this wealth, on this house, on my anything in the world, even in the relationship. Because even loving relationship, good relationship, that has a separation. But if I Atman, I love you as Atman, there is no separation. Me, me and my hand, is not separate. Though its hand is separate, then face is separate, eyes are separate. I love you. I love you as a person. I am to lose. I may lose or I may get friendship. Good. Good and bad will come. But if I love you as Atman, my real nature is Satchidananda. In God is in you, me. God is in me. I love God in you. That love will be imperishable love. Right? That is undying love. And there is no loss in it. But in the relative sense, when you think as a body, I am a body, you are a body, I am a mind, you have a mind, in that level, yes, there is difference and that will lose. Insecurity is there every moment. In the look at the whole world, all the relationships are insecure. People are doubting each other. Why? Insecurity. Will you, will you stay with me? Will you lose me? That's what we love when? When someone is beautiful, we love. I come to the reality of life. When some disease comes, some, something happens and uh, he or she becomes little and, uh, not that good looking and health is not. Then love really, loving relationship sometimes breaks. But if that love will not go, it will be eternal love. That's why you call husband and wife love is eternal love. If you, in Hindu system, is love between God and God in each other. The divine in you and the divine in me. That is the marriage. And, and that is always peace, that is always joy. Even the two lovers love together, what happens? They forget their body, they remain in joy. This is a test of the divinity, that really there is oneness. What is separate, even in separation when physical people join together, they forget their other aspect only, they remain in joy. Those split second. Can we make it eternal in our life? Can we extend that in our working? I give you a glass of water. I think I am serving God. Ah, you are talking whatever way I am doing anything. I am doing it to God. So if each one can bring this relationship, that is eternal. It is unbreakable. And the other thing, it is insecurity. Everything is insecure. You cannot trust on anything. Upanishad says, Kathu Upanishad, Plava Hiyete. These are all support which you are trying to hold. Insecured. Only God, only divine, only pure, unchanging. That is the stable. This pillar is stable. No, it is not stable. One day it will disintegrate. 
sun is not eternal it will disintegrate it is disintegrating every day but what is not changing that which permeates all this eko bahunang jubidadhati kaman that one absolute which is the ground of all diversity that never changes so that is the secure so we have to hold on to the place where we are secured and we are that but we have forgotten that identity it's a very good question it's a, how to overcome so don't hold on to the insecure objects we have two aspects of each human personality one eternal aspect one changeable aspect hold on to the impersonal absolute aspect this whole world is a changing part and underneath is the unchanging one see the ocean unchanging one is the bottom of the ocean changing is the surface of waves and ripples and that will break that will distort but if you go to the ground and hold on to that nothing to lose so see how to be insecure insecurity from security to go to security only who is secure that is god the divine the love the joy blessing we call sachidananda we have to go back to that and then things will happen it will not affect us it will happen we know that it is changing if i know it is changing i know it is not it is not secured so anything is breaks i know it is natural sometimes people say no when you have uh, uh, cups and saucers breaks someone say hey, it is broken did you break it someone say are our swamis used to make jokes they will not have the uh, what you call malaria or they will not have any disease or any they, that is their way of destroying they will destroy they will get destroyed <laughs> the a cup and a saucer will not have have abdomen uh, what you call tuberculosis or cancer or heart attack or brain stroke no it will die that way so if we understand this is the fate of the object of the nature of the ob- ob- objective universe it will happen but will be less impacted and we know there is the unchanging substance behind that the form breaks but the truth remains so this is the that's the vedantic way or the, the spiritual way to solve this problem of insecurity and fear insecurity and fear is a natural thing of life because we cannot trust on anything of the body mind emotion intellect ego you are proud of your intelligence you are a very bright person you are a, you are a noble laureate what that you know suddenly dementia what about that how many how many great scholars now uh, uh, dr radhakrishnan <laughs> dr radhakrishnan such a great philosopher uh, he at the end of his last part of life he totally lost his fully dementia he could not remember anything and could not talk anything because there is an instrument this main brain has got some problem but behind the brain what is there it is untouched it was untouched it is untouched it will remain untouched <clears throat> yes please that's a great hope uh, that's a great hope and rather this opportunity also opportunity also yes 
Would you say the same is true of sadness, the same as insecurity? Because little loudness. Would you say that sadness is similar to insecurity? Because when you actually look at how amazing life is, and you start to think about, I'm going to lose this at some point. It's also sadness. Is it the same lesson? Hold on to, hold on to the God thought as opposed to the sadness. Or the fear? Does sadness fit in with that same group? Insecurity, fear, sadness. Does that make sense? Please, Michael, tell me, what is the question? Yeah, so the question was, how is sadness eh? different how? from insecurity? Eh? Uh, sadness, sorrow? Sadness? How, yeah, how is it different from insecurity and how do we overcome sadness? Sadness, insecurity. Insecurity being sadness. The outcome of insecurity is sadness because I am losing. I don't want to lose. I don't want to uh, just uh, be a friendless person. I don't want to be anything what you want. So this is the foundational thing is fear coming and that linking to the sadness. But if we know that now I have not lost anything then their sadness will go away. And if, fear, if the fear is gone, we are in joy. Who is, say, child. Child is so much joyful. Look at that. Look at that very innocent child, a baby. You, you give him a very gun, bring a gun, and he may put it in his mouth. He has no fear. He does not know. So, when you are Fearless, fearlessness is that. There is no fear, nothing to lose. But that's why you say, be like a child, not childish, but childlike. Simple like child. God is protector. God will look after. If not, I'll die. What is there? Everybody is dying. But what we think, God, God is very kind. When my wish is fulfilled, then I say, God is listening to my prayer. When I, I pray and it does not work, then I think God is not liking me. No? People, people also complain. I love so much, I do pray and God does not listen to me. God does not hear me. This, here is one weak point in our mind. We think whatever I pray should be fulfilled. Then God listens to my prayer. But if God no knows this is not good for me, why, why shall he give him me? Think that way. You, you are all, you know, your children are there. So when you are their kids, they ask anything and everything. Do as a mom, you love, but do you give everything? If it is not good for the child, we don't give it. So we can think in this way also. I prayed, but God gave me what is good for me. So we can be peaceful. But we can be sad. I am asking and asking and God is not listening to me. So all is coming from one point. It is called Vedantasis, Trishna, desire. I want this and possess this. I want this and possess this. But whatever I want and that I don't get it. Even if I get it, then I find that after a few days it is gone. So, so ultimately it is leading us to frustration. But this experience is good. Vedanta says everything is good. Because this experience will lead us to ultimately know 
that this searching for everything to hold on, that it will end also to understand that that will be source of peace to me, is not true. Rather, what we expect, what we lovingly cherish, when we get it, at the end we understand, I didn't want it. In our life, Rabindranath Tagore has a line, what I jaha chai, what I want, I don't know, I like a child, I ask something, and what I get, I don't want that. Because after I get, after some time, it becomes monotonous. Suppose, given an example, it's a young man struggling to get a PhD. How much struggle, how much expectation, how much anxieties, how the presentation will go, how the paper will be corrected and going all these things. Now you've got it. After that, what is that? For you, <laughs> now you think something, how many papers, how many this, okay, then what? Then tell me, now you are all in your matured state of uh, teaching profession. You tell me, are you satisfied with that? Or you are still, you are expecting something more, something more, something more, no? So, there is endless, because you are infinite. Because basically you are infinite, you cannot stop at any point. If I am limited, then I know this is my end, end, end limit. But no, I am infinite, how can I stop at any point? There is no end of expectation, continue, and that greatest expectation is that infinity, which is my nature, which is your nature. Okay. So, thank you. Uh, any, any question more? When? When I am questing for the ultimate bliss, I am praying. So I can understand that I have not yet reached that stage. So in that path also, I have got some sorrow. Sorrow. Yeah. No, that is that is called divine discontent. Right. Two types of discontent is there. That, yeah, that, that discontent is not this. Nah, nah. We have divine discontent. Ramakrishna is saying, Ma, one day is gone, you have not come to my life. What is the meaning of this life? And then he's rubbing his face on the sand bed. It is also discontent, it is also not achieving the goal. But this has internal joy. When you cry for God, there is a difference you will find in your life. If really you cry for God, you feel that the tears does not take you to frustration. No. That gives a touch of joy inside. Those who have experienced, they know. Whether joy or not, uh, that I cannot tell. But uh, that doesn't give me the uh, bad taste in the mouth when I aspire for some money or I don't get yeah. that. And moreover, yeah, and, and we also know that it is called the 
that, that is good, that is good for spiritual life. So otherwise complacency will come, complacency. Oh, I, am, I, I got a little one hour meditation, I saw a little ray of light. Oh my God, I got God, 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 God. You'll be happy and you don't reach the goal, you just feel something. That's also your mind has shown. All this vision experience in the level of mind, is it not? Impure mind to pure mind. Uh, we dream impure dream, we, pure, we see pure dream also. The mind when it becomes pure, it will show something different. But we have to go beyond mind. Pure mind is also not good. Impure mind to pure mind and then get out of the mind. My point is how, how can I get out of Just do your prasadana. Whatever guru has gave you the mantra, practice that. Day and night think of your what is the real nature. What is the impermanent nature? A Vedantic way. Jnana, karma, yoga, bhakti. Vedanta suggests four ways. Take all the ways. Do work as you are offering to God. Uh, whatever we do, I am offering it to God. Uh, then your meditation, sit for and try to contemplate as Guru has taught, to focus on that reality. Day and night repeat the holy mantra. Uh, do every work as a service to God. Uh, and bhakti, pray, Oh Lord, I am trying. I am helpless, please help me. The 24 hours should be spiritual. Uh, our, our life should be made. Uh, this is a question of how quickly we reach the goal. How quickly you reach the goal, how fast you drive. <laughs> but and how fast we drive, we know. We want to drive, but there are so many obstacles. So pray to God, oh Lord, remove my obstacles. That is a spiritual practice. That also is a spiritual practice. Oh Lord, I am trying, I cannot get it. You are my source, you are my mom, you are my dad. Tamevo pita, samata, tamevo. So please help me, please help me. That's itself a spiritual practice. I forgot God so many times. Let me start now. That's a spiritual practice. I am cooking, I am cooking for myself. No, 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 I am cooking for you, oh Lord. It's a spiritual practice. I am driving, oh, I am driving to go there. No, it is I am doing your work. You gave me some responsibility. I am going to fulfill that responsibility. It is your work. So you are driving, sleeping, eating, cutting vegetables, plucking flowers, mopping the floor, vacuuming the kitchen. Everything is divine. Everything is service to God. And if we do that, then 24 hours I am connected with God. But we make compartments in our life. Only in the morning, some few minutes in meditation, I am spiritual. And whole day I am doing something meaningless, something. So that should not be the attitude. Vedanta says, make life holistic, connected with God and God and God. We forget, never mind forgetfulness. Remember now and start now. And no repentance. I didn't do that. I could have done that. There's your option. Forget. Now you, remember, now you do. Do I are going back? Repentance is the formula which is not liked by Vedanta. Repentance, why do you spend in repentance? Say I have not done. Start. Show your positive activity. Repentance ultimately goes to nothingness. I didn't do, I didn't do. You're saying you were glorifying you didn't do. What to, what to glorify about that? You didn't do, you could not do, do it now. That's a positive attitude. In professional life, sometimes I have to do something uh, which, uh, uh, I mean, I should do because of my profession, 
but uh, as per rule I am doing that but as per humanity maybe I I should not say I should not then I have to leave the job mm. uh, so no, in those cases those are all uh, realistic life eh? how much is do you see how much is honest and sincere we should have to try our honesty and sincerity but when you are forced to do that suppose you are in the military and military general or your boss says shoot you have no choice you are doing your duty and that is nothing wrong if you know you have done your duty not with vengeance not with anger but it is a duty you have to do in life it happens no look at the military people when they were in, in the in the war how they have to behave there's no alternative that's a duty arjuna he didn't want to kill his cousins and others no but he has to kill as a duty because you are a king honesty and sincerity and you have to do for and in our job position we are sometimes bound to do something which may not be so ethical or so moral or it is hurting you i understand that point but if you can avoid that avoid if it is not possible then tell oh lord it is what can i do okay thank you jai ma